Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Good. It's your boy, Pat the Designer, back at it again. We got the squad in the building. Step on the dot. What's going on with it? Miss the two letters. If you knew better, you do better. Say who better. What up? Nobody, bro. He's figuring out how all those controls work. How y'all feeling, man? What's going on with y'all in the building, man? We got a lot to get to today. Today was a uh, tough day for the offense, but the Chicago Bears defense dominated. And I think that that's, I, I like to start on the positive side of things a little bit. Yeah, I mean, not sitting here trying to go all negative Nelly out here. So we'll talk about that. We'll also talk about, are we concerned about the injuries to the offensive line? Have to talk about that. Tevin Jenkins going down. Nate Davis seems to still be nowhere to be found. All that and more in today's episode of the Windy City Breeze Sports Talk Daily. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the page. We do talk Chicago sports daily on this channel. It's the only channel to talk Chicago sports. How Chicago talk. So make sure that you get in tune with us, man. Boys, first off, how we feel? Hey, What's man, going I'm on, good, man? man. I'm, I'm good, man. Just, you know, back in the studio finally. Yeah, it feels good to be back. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I'm glad to be back in here. We got the lighting situation a little more worked out. Probably still need a couple more lights in here. We got a few more aperture lights we might have to add into it. But I think that we're looking pretty good in the stew. AD's back there yeah. li- looking pretty well lit. He's a good estimation. Look at of, that. Uh, I look like a Tyler Perry movie. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. You look like Viola Davis when she be sweating and crying <laughs> at the same time. And about to cry with the lips. I've been standing here with you, Troy. Little snot coming down, right, bro. Is. If he starts sneezing right now, he could be Viola Davis. I guarantee. <laughs> That's Denzel. I guarantee. I stand by it. I guarantee it. I stand hey, by man. It. Uh, we got a lot to get into on this one, man, because today at camp was a very, very interesting day. I want to start off on the positive, not the negative. There is some negative to get to, but there's also a reason for the negative. But I want to start off with the positive. The Bears defense looks like it was well worth the money. That is a good place to be right now. I mean, we saw, I mean, when they talk about Tremaine Edmonds out there, you really, when you hear Justin Fields talk about how big he is, pause, how, how, dang it, how tall he is out there on the field uh, and how much space he takes up, you really, in person, you really see it. I mean, it's very tough to to get the ball through the middle. Justin Fields talked about in his post-game presser about, you know, kind of, uh, he said, if I threw that ball against every other linebacker in the NFL, that's a completed pass. But with Jermaine Edmonds, it's not a completed pass. So we have, I mean, like, that's a good that's a good place to be right now. With Jermaine Edmonds being your new middle linebacker, um, I, I feel confident about where this defense is at the DB and at the linebacker position. Noah Sewell also being able to step up, and he laid some hits today, boys. He laid some hits out there, but uh, he put Travis Homer on his butt a couple of times. Travis Homer must have uh, must have hit him with the uh, the, the uh, Trayvon Diggs, the Dak Prescott at some point because he hit that man immediately on his back. Bro, Jesus, what's happening right here? Like, it's, he hit that man. He put him down. He put him down. He put him down. I don't know. I don't know how to keep it going from here. Oh <laughs> uh, man, I just. Uh, I mean, yeah, you can you can definitely tell that uh, the the defense is definitely headed in the right direction. Talking to Mike, I'll uh, pull the mic to you. <laughs> yeah, you, you could definitely tell that the defense um, is is definitely headed in the right direction. Um, when you heard Justin talking about it, he said, you know, there's basically been uh, four days of camp. The first three days. Um, you, you know the offense pretty the offense pretty much had them on lock. Um, but then you know today is like you said the the defense was well 
worth the wait. There, there was good money spent. Um, he, he talked about your man Emmett, and, and and listen, at the end of the day, um, it's it's like I said before, pretty much pretty much everybody's in year two. The defense is practically brand new because you're adding a you're, you basically added a bunch of pieces, but having Tremaine Edmonds and TJ Edwards um in, in that in that locker room, you're, you're you're talking about a Bills team that you know a couple years ago came off the AFC Championship game. TJ TJ Edwards um in the, in the Super Bowl, um Sewell and Sewell and Sanborn are going to be able to learn. From those guys and soak up any any information that they need to. So that lineback that linebacking core is going to be absolutely phenomenal. Um, uh, once it gets once it gets down to it, um, I I, I will say, um, you you know, uh, Justin also did say that, you know, that they're implementing a lot of new stuff as well. Oh yeah, which is another reason, um, why they struggle. But Getty did say that there are small mistakes. So I mean, you're you're gonna get those things cleaned up. Uh, he did he did talk about the ener- energy, which is kind of something that I wanted to touch on because you know Justin seems like you know he's trying to take more control of the offense, more control of the huddle, which is what again Ryan Poles wanted to see him do. And everybody's trying to you know point to him and let him know like, hey, you're the leader. This is your team. Yeah, you're you're QB one. So now you gotta take us there. No, 100%. And I think that's the thing for me that, that does get me excited when I see kind of how this Bears team can can start to develop defensively, mm-hmm. right? We're seeing the DB room be able to come out and, and be effective and seeing the depth that that DB room actually has. We're actually seeing, um, you know, pressure up the middle. And the Bears are very big on pressure up the middle. I mean, they, they, they continue to add that pressure in the middle. And, and it did cause some havoc today. Now, Granted, you have to look at that the offense is a scheme for the defense. The defense isn't scheming for the offense. They're kind of just going out there and making and, and running their scripts right now. But realistically speaking to me, man, like when I look at where this defense is already at, and of course the defense is always going to be ahead of the offense, you start mm-hmm. to see where, okay, how are we going to fill some of the holes if there isn't a dominant edge rusher coming in. Okay, we got that center line pressure. That's going to cause havoc up the middle for the quarterback. That's going to make things good uh, for the Bears defense during the season. But also the fact that, like we talked about with Tremaine Edmonds and TJ Edwards in the middle, there's not going to be a ton of space for guys to be able to fit fit things in in the middle. So now you got to go over the top. Now we're getting into Jaquan Brisker. We're getting into Eddie Jackson territory. And I'll tell you what, these, these DBs out here has done a really good job. Terrell Smith, uh, Tyree Stevenson had a couple of plays today as well where they're getting a hand in there. They're not just, you know, intercepting the ball. They're popping the ball up to make it an easier interception. Defense comes in, takes it away. They're running down the other side. And I'll tell you what, man, I, the one thing, you mentioned the energy, and that's a good place to, to break it down. By the way, shout out to mm-hmm. Tana. For the super chat Yo, that he good, dropped Tana? up in here. Appreciate Tanner for the love, man. Say, AD, it's good to see you, bro. Thanks. Here's the one Shout thing. Shout out to you, Tanner. Here's, here's the one thing that, to me, stands out. And I asked Jason McKee about this, and it was about the energy. The fact that the, de- the defense had so much energy today. Like I'm talking about, they came out ready to go, firing up, talking trash. Like, th- it was it – was, to a point where their energy was so much that because the offense was struggling and the defense had so much energy, it caused the offense to me to kind of go into more of a shell than they might have been in otherwise, right? And as you don't want to see that with the team, with our team, but at the end of the day, the defense is very, this defense is on our team. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's right. not the defense versus the offense. Yes, now the defense is versus the offense. But at the end of the day, the defense is not versus the offense. This is the Chicago Bears going up against whoever it is. By the way, training camp is – I mean, tra- uh, uh, preseason is next Saturday. That's Wild. crazy. But it starts Wild. this Thursday. But preseason is next Saturday. That's crazy. That's crazy to me. Man. But, you know, like, for me, it's it's the fact that – You've got the defense coming in, not only getting takeaways, not only getting stops, but also being able to go out there and get uh, 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 and have that energy on the sideline from all of that. Those things are going to affect teams moving forward. It just is. Uh, um, yeah, and, and it's it's 
And like you always say, cream rises to the top. Iron sharpens iron. And, and, and listen, you got the, – the, the, the offense has no choice to get better. Justin has no choice to get better, but – um, you, cause you know, when you, when you look into it, you're, you're looking at a, a, a cross from you over the top, but you got two of the, two of the top five linebackers from last season, but, uh, basically in terms of tackles and all of that, yeah, yeah. you're, you're, you're staring, you're staring both of them in the face. So it's like legit. It, it, it's like Justin said, like, I'm, I mean, yes, like it's, it's on him to bring that energy. He wants to bring, he wants to be that leader. But you 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 saw him kind of talking to him like yo, get uh you know DJ DJ is kind of this way he's gonna let he's gonna let his play do the talking. He kind of brought up the play um last season with PJ Walker and uh, DJ Moore where DJ Moore uh th- thinks he catches the game winner and then and then he takes his helmet off. He's talking at the end. He he's talking he's talking about how aggressive Claypool Claypool is. Yeah. And then he's and then he's he's also talking about uh Mooney. Um and everybody. So you know he he wants those guys, um you know to be able to bring that energy. I think at the at the end of the day, um you you know th- this this is going to be able to make them better. They're go- they're going to have walls. Um I expect that to happen. But I mean like listen, if if this equates to you know Chase Clay, Chase Claypool you know bringing that dog dog out. Darnell Mooney having a, having a thousand yard season and 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 Justin eclipsing those goals that he has for this year. Yeah, I'm all for it. Yeah, I think I think we're going to be in a good position coming into the season. It would, here's the thing: you have to evaluate it based on that last year was so bad. We're going to be in a better position no matter what. Yeah, you know what I mean. There, like there, there's no, there's nowhere was, to go but up. Last year was so god awful. There's no chance that we aren't going to be in a better position coming into this season. It just isn't right. But now. Right. Like days like today and we can get into a little bit of the offense as well, because days like today where you hear Justin Field or you see Justin Field struggle. Right. And you see the offense kind of sputtering out. You see how they talked about the energy being low. They weren't able to really go in there and give it everything that they had. Right. Like to me. When. I first saw it, I was very irritated by it. I was like, Justin looks slow. It looks like these guys don't know what they're doing. The offensive line looks horrible. What's going on? Why are we this far behind? But then we hear Luke Getzey in the postgame presser, and I think that this is the most important part of it, where he talks about, one, we're not scheming anything. We're just going out there running plays, and today was a day for them to call out literally to play from the sideline, and you just got to know what the play is. And two, They're getting deeper into the playbook. That's the one thing that, to me, is the most important thing to see because now, okay, they're getting deeper into the playbook. We're giving them more stuff. This is all brand-new stuff that they were going over today, so it makes more sense why they're struggling. It's just irritating that they're struggling while they're in pads. You know what I mean? Like, that's usually the time when you see mugs play better or do better, whatever it is. Um, But the the I think the key thing right now is that my takeaway after hearing that from Luke Getze is, oh, we can get deeper into the playbook? Oh, yeah. Oh, so the simple things that we were doing last season we're good with? Oh, all the things that we thought were struggles last year because we were just doing the base things, we got those underway. Now we're getting deeper into the playbook. Now we're adding more on to the offense's shoulders. I'm excited to hear that. And, yeah, it's it's training camp, and I know football's right around the corner. There's three weeks of preseason that we're going to see. We're going to see these guys get a ton of work in at at i mean a bunch of stuff right mm-hmm. uh, and uh, the fact that we're diving deeper into the playbook and justin fields is being able to go out there and regurgitate play. he even talked about it right he was they that's what surprised me about today when he said because before that i you i didn't really know what the struggles were from and he said i had to go out there and like you know call the play out and it's like, oh, you, you're just now getting these plays. You're just now figuring out what these calls are. Darnell Mooney said the same thing, knowing where to line up, knowing I, where to get just, to, knowing how to – yeah, I mean, like yeah. – and so it's literally like, oh, this looked bad. But there's not – it's not just like you guys are playing bad. It's like, oh, there's a reason why this looked bad because you're implementing new things. And so I know a lot of people are going to be on their YouTube channels or on their blogs tomorrow or all of that right with an off day. And they're just going to be like, oh, my God, I can't believe that Justin Fields 
looked this bad and he looked slow and blah, blah, blah. But and it's not even shooting him an excuse because he did look bad. And there was there was two picks that he made today that were just got off. Like he threw one to Kyler Gordon. He threw one to Jaquan Brisker. And it was just like, you can't put the ball there. But outside of that, most of practice offensively looked horrible. And knowing why it looked horrible makes me feel a lot better. Oh, no, yeah. I don't know why. Maybe nah. maybe that's me as a Bears yeah. fan and me copping out, but it made me feel a lot better. No, nah, I, I get what you're saying. I mean, they, they, they've, they've already discussed it. They've implemented something new. Yeah, I, I was definitely um, going to touch on that. Uh, Dar- Darnell Mooney was saying, you know, throughout the two-minute drill, they got the – they got the I, I believe the exact phrase used was call it out plays. Yeah. So it's not yeah. it's it's literally like, yo, I'm I'm not looking to I'm not I'm not gonna look to the coaches like Justin is supposed to know. And he he went right there, he went right down there, and I think you said he, he got him a field goal. Yeah. Um well I, once they went the two minute drill, everybody got a lot more confident in what they were yeah. doing, right? Like when they went to the two when it was early on, it was bad. Like I'm not gonna yeah. lie. The whole practice is bad, it looked bad, it didn't feel good. And then all of a sudden they got to the two minute drill and they were just boom, let's go, yeah. knock down, let's go, let's go, let's go yeah. down the field. So that and, that part was better. And that you know that 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 lets me know that you know everybody's getting com- comfortable. I think the 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 main word that I I've come out of this and I I feel like everybody has said a lot execution. Yeah. Um, throughout this whole thing it has been has been pretty up to par up in the, up until this point for uh for the offense. And I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm actually glad the defense had a day. Yeah. I'm actually glad the defense had a day because at the end of the day, you know that I mean that, that there were there was quite there was questions about pressure. There was questions about okay, well, you know, you know, where where's where's this gonna come from? Where's this gonna come from? Uh how are they gonna how are they gonna use uh Sanborn? Where, where where's where's TJ gonna be and all this other stuff? I'm actually glad the defense had a day because that shows like, hey, like we may not have this, you, you know, in pressure, uh, up the middle pressure that you guys are asking for right now, but we're we think we're pretty okay right now. Yeah. Um. And, um. In a good spot. So hopefully, right now the offense just gets everything together, and you know, hopefully, um, um, Tevin, Tevin, and um, and and Nate Davis can be able to show up and be healthy. You know, with with preseason popping up. Yeah, let's jump into that, man. By the way, hit that like button, subscribe to the page, man. We do appreciate you guys for tuning in and showing love as always. Uh, man, we, we're getting back into this five days a week, Monday through Friday. We're a little bit later today because I uh, had to run and get the kid because I was up there. And, you know, everybody was just like, just go get her. She right there. And I was like, oh, OK, I'm going to just be late for my own show. But I guess it's good that it's my own show. I mean, it works out in that way. That's all good. You know what I mean? So we're a little bit late today. We'll normally be live at six. That's the day that we're trying to stay consistent or the time that we're trying to stay consistent with. If we're not live at six, we'll give you guys an update on when we will be live because Monday through Friday, we will be live doing the show. Um, Let's keep this thing moving along, man. Let's keep this thing moving along. Offensive line is an interesting spot right now. Because in the two days in pads, we, we've seen – today we see Tevin Jenkins go out. Yesterday, everybody's looking around like, where the heck is Nate Davis? We haven't seen Nate Davis really at all. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to lie, I'm concerned. Like, maybe it's an overreaction. Maybe I'm – I'm too early on in the process. There's nothing to worry about. But guys, remember, he missed OTAs. Remember, he missed, right, like valuable time that he could have been working with these guys. And then he came back for mandatory, right? And now he's missing training camp. I'm concerned. Say what you want about it. Say it's overreacting. Say whatever you want. But you're now at a point where one of your main pieces on your starting offensive line hasn't been there for most of what you want to see these guys do. And now you're missing that valuable time where you can start to build those relationships. Of course, he's going to come in and he's going to know how to do his job. He knows how to be a right guard in the NFL. He's done that. We know that, right? I'm not worried about him having to go out there and be a right guard, but I am concerned when it comes to, okay, is this guy going to be able to be a right guard next to a rookie? And I said this earlier, who he doesn't know how this guy's going to play. You got to go out there and work with this guy to know how this guy's going to play. 
I'm concerned where this offensive line is going to be at by the end of training camp because now we're in week two and we really haven't seen this starting five come together. And on the flip side of that, Braxton Jones, I'm sorry, he does not look good right now. He just doesn't. He just doesn't. Yeah. I mean – I mean, to me, to me, I'm I'm right with you, man. Uh, you you know, I I brought it up a couple of days ago. I'm like, listen, what you what you don't want is a, is is a, is a Cincinnati situation, uh, from 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 last year. They they literally played none of their offense offensive line, uh, in the preseason. And I I think the thing that stands out more in this situation than the than the Cincinnati situation is the fact that it's like you said, the rookie. Is right, is right there. So now it's okay. He's not here. I don't know what this guy's gonna look like. And it's basically like, okay, what are we gonna do? Because essentially, to me, it seems like at that point, I don't have any any help. So it's like, you you need it. You need him there. Yeah. Um, for these days, and 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 like we said, that the end goal at the end, of, the end goal really is to protect Justin from those QB hits and. Let him have the time so he can hit the mismatches that you know a Chase Claypool is gonna have or Daniel Mooney is gonna have, um, or 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 DJ Moore is gonna have. And and him not being there after he just got paid. I mean, listen, I'm right with you. I'm I'm worried because it's it's a bad look. Yeah, it, and it's not even about it being a bad look for me. I mean, it is what it is look wise. But for me, it's the the biggest question mark is what is the look as far as. What is going to look like? What is going to look like yeah. during the season? That's yeah. the look I'm worried about because at the end of the day, here's the thing, right? Am I concerned about Navy Davis? Yeah, I am. Am I concerned about Tevin Jenkins? Yeah, I am. But the one thing that I do know about those two is even though Nate Davis concerns me more injury wise now because we haven't seen him out there. But the one thing I know 100% is going to happen is that Nate Davis knows how to play right guard. Yeah. Tevin Jenkins knows how to play left guard. He seems like he said it's coming to him a lot quicker. He knows how to play guard at least. And on the left side, he's kind of gotten his footwork down with that. I don't know if Braxton Jones has taken this step that we expect him to take at left tackle. Because the things that I'm seeing are the same things that we talked about seeing from him last season. He's getting killed on the bull rush. He doesn't have his hands in the right position. He's not out there getting his hands up quick enough. Is he setting an edge yet? And the one thing I will give him credit on, he recovers well, right? So as the bull rush has come to him a couple of times, he's been able to, right? He gets pushed back, but he's been able to get his base back in there, which, you know, at that point, kind of a, a, de- a good defensive end is going to just go, okay, now you recovered. Now I'm going to spin off or do whatever. But I am seeing that more, but what I'm seeing out of Braxton Jones, he talked in the press conference too, and we were in there, and and he basically said, you know, I know I, I my hands are too wide. I have to get my hands right. I have to make sure that I'm in the right stance. I know what's wrong with the issue, but we're not seeing him be able to correct that to this point. And these are the same things that we talked about last year. This is something he worked on all offseason. This is something he worked with Olin Krutz on. This is something that we've heard about him working on continuously, and we're not seeing him take that next step, get better. And I think that that's the part where I'm like, listen, my guy, right? Like, I thought maybe it was just because y'all weren't in pads yet. I thought maybe it was just, you know, like, I, I can't I can't be AD with just the, the overwhelming love no matter what. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I don't have it in me. I don't have it in me. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> hey, man, if they from the crib, it don't even matter, bro. Don't even matter. They from yeah. Chicago, bro. Greatness. Hall of Famer automatically. Hall first, of Famer automatically. First, first, nah, you know what I'm but, saying? Don't let me get into anybody like D Rose, boy. The Hall of Fame, bro. Well, he'll probably what you mean? D Rose will probably make it. What you mean? From <laughs> the crib. Y'all already know how that conversation go. Being a barbershop. What do you it don't even have to be a a, a, a Chicago team playing? It could be like, hey, you trying to find somebody anywhere from Chicago land. Oh, he from he from Lake Zurich? He from Lake Zurich. All right, oh, all right. Oh, oh he from Oh, okay. Oh, nah, bro. Oh, nah, bro. Nah, bro. Nah, he Jack Sanborn. Wait, wait. Bro hey, went to Joliet High School. Oh, okay. Yeah, we we go for the Eagles. Now nah, he Jack Sanborn. Oh, okay. That's right. Now you know what I mean. Now nah, it's just anybody from the shine. 
anybody from the Shahi. He right thought now. he thought we underpaid Cole Komet. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. nah Didn't a, give a, him a, enough a, money, a, you know. All right, because you know, pre- freshman sophomore year, he was just. He was saying with the freshman homies. sophomore he, he, year is he, crazy. He was going to class. Yeah, I mean, he freshman class, sophomore not, year is not, crazy. Not, not really turning into work. You know, I'm gonna get to it when I get to it. You know, you know, during junior year, senior year, he was like, "Oh man, you know, it's it's time to get the GPA up." Yeah, yeah. So that's okay, trouble. That know. makes no that's sense. Cool. I heard he went to South Suburban, and then nah, did, did two man, years. And then, and then right, that man, that man got a master's at tight end. You, that's all I know. <laughs> finally, but uh, finally, right? But no, I just. I look at – I'm concerned at where this offensive line is with the injuries as well, with the injuries to Tevin Jenkins. Tevin Jenkins going down is an issue. But you just – you're not seeing this offensive line as the unit that it is. And to me, right, like I don't I don't want to see Alex Leatherwood in there. Like that's a problem, right? Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to see – we know what like, – there's certain guys we know what they are. We know what Larry Borm is. We know what Alex Leatherwood is. We know – they yeah, I mean, like, we're not sitting here confused about what these guys are going to do. Leatherwood, I guess, people still are holding out hope on. I haven't seen anything crazy. The only the only saving grace right now is that while you've missed out on um, – who am I thinking of? Why am I blanking on is that While you've missed out on t- uh, 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 Nate Davis being out there, right, you've had Lucas Patrick being able to step in. Right. And that is right. something that you can hang your hat on. That is something that you can feel good about. Well, you look at this team that you have a backup who can go out and who's capable, who's capable, but I mean, and who's who could be dominant? Yeah, you you got you got that at a couple of positions though. I'm a, I'm gonna ask you this though because you 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 just brought up the point that we know who somebody. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co guys are is it is it fair to say that he is the uh braxton jones is the weakest link on the offensive line yes right now darnell Wright is better than him right now that's darnell Wright is better than him that, right now. that's big that's big and you can see it now granted braxton jones was a fifth round pick mm-hmm. darnell Wright was a 10th overall pick in the draft i expect darnell Wright to be better than him at it's in some aspect. But when I see Braxton, to me, Darnell Wright is the better player at right tackle than he is at left tackle, and Braxton's at a more important position. And that's why I thought you really had to address that at some point in the draft that we never saw them do it. Now, granted, right, you'd have had to trade back in, blah, blah, blah. Maybe you're missing out on some of these guys on the defensive line. And I even get the mentality of sticking with Braxton. The mentality of sticking with Braxton to me is that spot was serviceable. So I'm going to spend draft capital elsewhere next year and we'll address that – or this year and we'll address that next year. Yeah. yeah but I, right now, Darnell Wright looks like when, – when he said all pro Darnell Wright, I see it. His recovery, how he fights through, how he pushes guys past the quarterback, I see it. On the other side, like the, 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 I'm having the same conversations about Braxton Jones, the same concerns that I had leaving last season. And guess what? You're still playing a bunch of defensive ends this year that are going to bull rush you. And they're testing them. The Bears aren't shying away from it at all. They are literally like, hey, go, let them attack, let them get hit, every, all of that, boom, attack them. And they're bull rushing every other play. And so to me, you know, I, th- I really think that this Bears team is, is doing a good job of, you know, trying to trying to show what their weaknesses are right now. And I'll tell you what, I see them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I can see them. There's one on that left side that scares the heck out of me coming into this season. And you know what? Here's the scary part. At what point do you say – Tevin Jenkins was a left tackle. Maybe that's the best answer back at left tackle and try to shuffle this thing. You've had stability at the position to this point. But if Tevin continues to look like he's looking, I think that that day is going to come. Hit the like button if you agree. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't think I'm, I mean, I, I think that at the end of the day, like get to get to a walk on a shuffle, like the offense will walk on a shuffle because it's not like. It's not like he hasn't been there. Our, our only question with Tevin since he came out is health. 
Yeah. It, it, it's, and it's not, he's a guy that went out again yeah, today. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, I mean, it, it, like, it, it's, not, it's not a question. If, if he can do it, we And they're not telling it. us anything with the injuries either, right? Which is the worst part. Yeah, the Sanborn thing even kind of. All of them, right? Sanborn goes out the other day. Demarcus Walker goes out the other day. Tevin Jenkins the day. Nate Davis is just gone. And the Bears, every NFL team takes the mindset of, hey, I don't have to tell you, so why would I? You know what I mean? Like, and that, and that to me is one of those things where it gets tricky, you know, because then you start to speculate. That's our natural inclination. We're going to speculate on what happened. We're going to try and figure out what, okay, what's the next move? What should the Bears do? Like, how do the Bears fix this? Can the Bears go out and add something, right? Like, you go down this whole rabbit hole, and then they come back and be like, nah, he just stubbed his toe and had a stomachache. Be like, no, like, we didn't had. What? 17 shows on this and, <laughs> and it's it, it's one of those things where yeah. you're left with no other option but to speculate because the bears yeah. aren't going to give you that information right now so as far as we know you know tevin Tev, all these guys are okay and and what Flus has basically said the only thing that he's given us is it's small things if it was long term we would tell you which i don't buy that either yeah, yeah, I, I, I <laughs> like I heard Lucas Patrick was day to day for six months. Yeah, <laughs> lower body I mean, injury, hey, lower body, bro. Lower, lower, you know lower mean? body injury. I mean, even even the Chase Claypool one, he was on the pup for like twelve hours, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it uh, made no sense on the on the pup for like twelve hours. It made no uh, sense, though. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on with that, but hopefully, hopefully they get everything straight. Cause I, I'm, I'm t- like. Uh, let me let me I want to because I want to ask both of y'all this. I want to get AD in on this too. But uh, like like so so and so excluding today because they they had a bad day, and 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 I, I already told I already told you my my thoughts on this. What what is you guys is over under on points for the season for the offense? Points like, like how many how many. Oh, how many, how many points, points are they, they going to average a game? game? Yeah, how many points should they be averaging a game? Because I, I, I said, I said twenty five. It, it should be twenty five, easy. Yeah, you should be. You, the line should be set at twenty five, and I would take the over because of what we saw in the second like, half of last season. I'm, I'm gonna be. I'm and I'm and the reason why I said twenty five, Baltimore put up. I think it was either twenty three or twenty four. I, I'm I'm not gonna lie, I think that the Bears got a better skill group than they do. I mean, that's that's not that hard. They only got OBJ. I mean, they got like, OBJ and OBJ. Like, o, OBJ, my, my, uh, my, uh, Mark Andrews, yeah. and like, L- Lamar. <laughs> oh, Lamar's in the skill group. Wait a minute. Hold on. No, wait a minute. <laughs> No, I mean you, you got Mark Andrews, OBJ, uh, uh, Duvernay, Duvernay and Bateman. Yeah. I mean, they they, they put up twenty three, twenty four. I, I I would say 20, 25 to twenty seven. That they should be in every single game. I would. Like, like the 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 market, AD's taking the, the over. We know that the marquee game know. on the schedule early for me. I have to see the Chiefs game. Well, I I gotta see that. My, you know what, you know what my tell, my tell, tell, tell always is with Bears teams is this: How do we play the teams we should beat? That's how I judge every season. Yeah, especially with Chicago teams, it's like because sometimes yeah. we tend to play down to competition. Are you beating the teams that you're supposed to beat, and how are you beating them? That's where I really look into those games. How are you beating them? Are we scraping by, or are we like keeping our foot on the gas? And really getting them out of here. No, yeah. like you know, no hope whatsoever. I need, I need that to be the statement we make. Let the let the highly competitive games like the Chiefs or somebody of that caliber be a close win. But if we playing a close win is crazy. The, <laughs> if, if, if we playing the Packers, like I need y'all to like smack at them. Like you know what I'm saying. Give them that. Like Buster Rhymes in the freestyle. I'm merciless with the whoop. Like I mean, legit. I need all of it. Well, and I think that's the part that that's the thing, right? Like 
there are teams on this schedule that we feel this Bears team over, should over be. under on points though. Same twenty between twenty five and twenty seven. Okay. I think yeah. that that's that's not too much to ask. Because here's the thing, right? And this is the part where mugs don't look at it, right? When you look at the second half of last season and what the Bears were able to do offensively, Justin Fields, I believe, had the third highest QBR behind fourth, fourth highest QBR behind Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes, and um, Jalen Hurts, right? You see a quarterback who's finding ways to help this offense put up points with no help. And you're giving that help. And I asked this question today, actually, because even with the defense dominating today, right, the defense looked really good today in camp. But I asked this question, how many of those times would Justin actually have stayed in there? How many of those times would Justin not have extended a play? How many of those times would Justin have not uh, uh, – have have just taken the sack. And I don't think that there's as many. And the one part that I want people to remember about Justin Fields is he's a guy that can turn a play that should be a three-second play into a six, seven-second play, keeping it alive with his legs if somebody does break through the line or if something's not open. Because at a certain point, I'm going to have to make a decision as a DB or as a linebacker to either I rush in and try to get him and I leave somebody open or I drop back and just let him use his legs to get whatever yardage it is. Neither situation is a win-win situation. I think people think because Justin Fields has is trying to be more of a passer and is planning on being more of a passer and wants to be a 4,000-yard passer this season that he won't run. he's not going to run anymore. <laughs> yeah. And that just doesn't – it just doesn't make sense. It's just not true. He's going to utilize his weaponry. He's going to utilize his legs. He's still going to utilize the arm. And the worst thing that he could do was take that away. And so I really wonder how many of those times that they win. Because me and J-Mac, I'm not going to lie to you. We were sitting there. We was going to sack, 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 sack. Yeah, I mean, like, it, it got bad. It got bad on the offensive side. But I think that on the de- on the flip side of that, how many of those times is Justin Fields going to turn that play from, you know, that would have been an easy sack by Kyler Gordon to I've seen Nick Bosa basically have this man getting ready to be folded up into a pretzel. And all of a sudden, Justin Fields turns it into a 15 yard run down the sidelines. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's going to be interesting for sure. Um, Like, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm so ready for the season to start. It is, it, it's, it, it's crazy. I'm like, I, I, I don't know. I'm really expecting things out of this offense, but I, I really think if nothing else, this is going to be like a I'm going to shut y'all up season for Justin. Yeah. Like, it, like it's, it's it's about to be crazy. I mean, I think we would expect it. I, I, I'm I nervous now, though, because, you know, like I was talking with Kid about yesterday, uh, Greeny gave us the KOD. Oh yeah, I mean, like, hey, listen, that's like, that's like, Greeny that's hit like, us with the KOD. That's, that's, that's like perk. That's like perk. That's like perk picking you to win a championship. Yo, crazy. That's tough. We're in a tough situation right now. You know what I mean? He said Justin Fields will be a hey, the man. next NFL superstar. You mark my words. Hey, God, hey. Oh, like dang it, anybody hey, but Greedy. Hey, if man. not him, who else? <laughs> hey, listen. Hey, I, hey, I, Mike Tannenbaum. Hey, listen. I want <laughs> Mike Tannenbaum. <laughs> Mike Tannenbaum. I want to agree with him, but it's like, come on, dog. You know what I mean? Hey, your your picks are very uh. Hey, bro, it gets wild out here. Uh, but no, man, I just I I I'm looking at where this Bears team is right now, and I'm. I think they're at a good base. And I'll tell you what, what gave me a little bit of confidence today. When Justin Fields came into the press conference, I thought that he was going to be very like we just had a bad practice. We just lost the game. We got to improve. Right? Mm-hmm. I thought that that was where this team was or where this press conference was going. Justin Fields came in with a look of, what's good, John? How y'all feel? It's the best press conference I've ever heard Justin Fields give all until the question came up. Y'all know the question. All until the question. <laughs> I'm not going to talk trash because I'm in the meeting rooms with these much. You know what I mean? But I, the question was crazy, dog. Yeah, no, that, The question was crazy. Can you say what the question was? Because I didn't, I didn't see Oh, that. you didn't see the, the post-game press? Oh, bro. So, so uh, and it's no disrespect. Listen, 
I like Potash's articles. I, I use them to to make a lot of the contact here. Basically, Potash asked him, how do you get better from how does the offense get better from the defense? Um and that's WD in sports, right? How did how did he how did he try and quote it? It was like how do you how does the offense get better from the defense being good? Basically, yeah. right? Like, how does the offense get better? And Justin basically like gave an answer, and then like Potash, he's like, I don't know if I answered your question. And Potash just kept going back and forth. He was just like, uh, bro, you know. I just oh, so if the offense is better, but like you're, you're struggling a lot of times with the defense, the defense is good, but it's bad. And then sometimes it's wet when it's raining and the sun comes out and it dries out Bro. and you attack the day. And sometimes you attack the day if he you attack said, the night. If and when you attack does. the night, it's you to me. And then Justin just like Justin basically went to like he didn't know how to answer this question and then basically just went to. I'm going to give you a question that's filled with so many. You know what it was? Justin hit him with the men. AD used to work at AT&T. He hit him with the, you know, when a customer at AT&T is like asking you the dumbest questions in the world and you're just trying to get out of like, the house. Do, do my internet come with the Wi-Fi? And do, so, it, do it come with it? And so you instantly go to just, I'm going to just start saying all the big words that I know you have no idea what they mean. And so you'd be like, yeah, you know, the attenuation is a little bit high in this area. And so sometimes we have to dig underground and it's, it's, it's a swamp mass when you're in that area. And so sometimes, so basically he just went to like, I'm going to just give you <laughs> my forgiggly my gland. Bro, you know what I mean? <laughs> my forgiggly gland. So basically Justin just went to, I'm going to give you the answer that legit is just football terms and if you don't get it from that that's what you get right. and then that's he was like fun. i hope i answered your question and then it's just like and it, and again it's one of those things where it's not a slander to potsy but man that was a tough question I, that was a tough question if somebody, <laughs> if somebody if somebody gives you a, an answer and says i don't know if i answer that that's just your cue to to what accept I do that to- answer and be like okay if he would have asked a follow up, like a different question, cool. Here's what I respect but to about him. Phrase the first one is why. Now, here's what I respect about that though. He was literally just like, "No, you gonna answer this question." Oh. Like everybody don't get that grace. Like you gotta be a vet in the game to get that grace. Like he was like, "No, I'm gonna ask this question in another way that also don't make sense." <laughs> And I'm gonna see if you gonna answer that time. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it, it was. I, I give him credit on that. But man, I was. We we was in that mug just like. I think everybody in the room had the same face of like. What? <laughs> but hey, man, like it was. Outside of that, I don't even know how I got there. Oh, outside of that, right? Justin Fields came into the press conference today, and he was. He seemed very. He was gleeful. He was excited. He was ready to go. And he he had this feel. It, it calmed me down about how bad the offense was because he had this feeling of like, "Hey, listen, I know that we messed up today, but it's because we try and brand new stuff." Yeah. And he talked about in the press conference as well. He goes back into the locker room after that bad practice, and he, you know, they're not sitting there talking about, "Hey, we got to be better on the X's and O's. We got to be better on this. We got to be better on that." And he, Justin even said there was a couple of plays all overthrew and stuff like that. He was like, we can't be letting them chirp to us like that and we not saying nothing back. That, yeah, that was you awesome. can't be letting – like the, the he talked about how they came in with the energy basically dead. And the defense – anything that happened with the defense, I'm talking about Justin Fields throw a pass, somebody catch it, or some the, to a receiver. He throws at the clay pool. It hit clay pool in the hands, the ball hit the ground. The DBs run to the ball. They grab the ball. They take off down the other sideline. Like, they just got an interception, pick six. They pose, all of that. And, and, and right, like, on the flip side of that, the offense is taking their cues from Justin. Justin is too calm, cool, and collective and has to know when to let the personality out. And so he kind of, you know, throughout the whole thing, everybody's just following how Justin is. It was a cutback uh, block that uh, uh, chased through. I'm talking about lay somebody out. Bow! Offenses. They serious. They focused. They locked in. And you could tell, like, all of a sudden, Luke Getsky just got sick of it. He was just like, what the? Yeah, he, he got into it. You know what I mean? He, he got after it. And then after that, you could tell that 
Justin Fields realized it was his job because during the two minute drill, they go down, they're driving well, everybody's got good energy. They throw it in, boom, it's great, right? They, they get a field goal out of it. They executed everything perfectly that you want to do in the two minute drill. And then the second team comes down, kind of gets in the same situation, and Travis Homer puts a move on uh, uh, um, Kyler Gordon. I'm talking about he hit him with the little ah ah. And Kyler was over there. And, it, and Justin Fields, the first one, ooh, boy, he got you. Like, so it's just an understanding, right? Like, I need that. Okay, I need times where I'm like, cool, calm, and collective. And there are times where I need to be, let's go. They try, yeah, he has to he has to institute that level of like the swagger with the team. Yeah. Like it's not being yeah. it's not being cocky by any means, or it's not being show offy. But he's but just it's so a level. focused. Yeah. And I mean you I can just, tell. Like it's yeah, not, yeah, it's not, nothing. Like I'm talking about he misses a play, he's back. Boom. Let's go. All right. Here's the next play. Let's do it. There's no like with Justin, there's when he's even kill, he's Kawhi. Uh, I, I can see that, but you can tell it's time and place because even when um with the game last year when the, the first game where they played in the um we played in the uh in the in that with torrential the rain with the rain yeah yeah, yeah. and then he, and then they got the highlight clip of everybody like sliding into the yeah. end zone like so he'll pick and choose the moments but definitely like you said the 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 moment will know. Everything is clicking is when we start getting a lot more of those moments. Yeah. When you start to see, like, okay, cool. We're making these moments happen so that we can bond as an offense and say, like, okay, cool. We got our foot on their neck. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to celebrate doing that. And I think Steve Jose said it's going to be Justin and Clay. I ain't going to lie to you. Chase Claypool is getting mad. He he was hey. he was heated. He was like, hey, like, hey. like when he did that cutback block, you could tell it was a little bit of yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, like he was getting mad. So, like, uh, it took, uh, it took, uh, uh, Cole Komet and Darnell Mooney. They was like, it's, it's okay. They play with it. They're on our team. They're on our team. Hey, he was hitting, he was hitting. No, but the way that they defending me is disrespectful. It's like, wait a minute, they're on our team. It's okay. I think, I think the big, I think the biggest thing is, you know, I, I mean, I, I think he, he's gonna have to learn that, um. I mean, I I don't know if you got a chance to watch the uh, watch the uh, QB. I haven't, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. So, so here's my issue. I don't even have Netflix no more, bro. Remember, like that. There was like a year and a half when stuff just stopped coming out on Netflix. That was good. Bro, fifteen ninety nine is crazy. Bro, and that's why I stopped. That's why I didn't get it. That's why I didn't. I can't shake with the right. (laughs) I can't shake with the left. I I, I, I felt weird. Fifteen ninety nine is crazy. But the 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 one thing I will say though. Well, and, and and watching it, you can you can tell how Pat Mahomes operates because he because he has those moments. I I think they 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 showed the clip. He's he's with Max Crosby. Oh, uh, I Max, did see that. Max, Max was heads on him. He's like he's like no, nah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm here. I'm here now. We 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 straight every, hey, everything like that. Hey, I'm gonna lie to you though. The it's comments. so funny because of his voice. <laughs> the comments of like, hey, that's the only it's, thing I thought about when that happened was the comments. So, that's what that's from. Yeah. It's so funny because of his voice. Even when you hear it in real time, because I did see that clip. Yeah. Even when you hear it in real time, it's the funniest thing in the world because it's like, you woke up the wrong mother. You yeah. woke up the wrong yeah. one, man. Don't play with me. It's like, oh, come on, dog. Yeah. I'm here. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm here. I'm here. And, and, here. and, and, and you got to kind of <laughs> calm him down. But <laughs> I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Hey, the voice I'm is here. crazy, bro. I'm not going to lie to you. It's great. Imagine this, right? We're going to hear this voice for the rest of our lives because he's literally probably the great. He's going to end up probably being the greatest quarterback we've ever seen. Probably. Like, he's probably going to end up being the greatest quarterback we've ever seen. And we're going to hear, I'm here I'm for here. the rest of our lives, right? That's going to be crazy. Uh, yeah, I think. Uh, but the, the, the biggest thing that I. I, I I learned in that, and and we're talking about him controlling the offense. Yeah, Pat, Pat has these has these times where like he he's going dumb. Yeah, he, yeah, he's frustrated with the offense. Yeah, you know, he, he he says that yo uh, yo we should have executed, but we'll be fine because you know you know it's a, it's a week to week thing. We'll be okay. But then he he also has those things where you know he's going back and forth. Uh, with the Buffalo Bills, then he gets into the uh, AFC Championship game with uh, with with the Bengals. They're down, and he's like, "Hey, like, I know we're losing. I'm here. It's cool. I'm I'm here. 
we're 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 only we're only down we're only down three. Yeah, let's go get seven. We're we're fine. Like so, I mean, I I think that I think that those are the things that you know he's he's definitely got to learn to control. But I mean, it, it just comes with the territory. I mean, he's 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 everybody has acknowledged he's building himself up. Yeah. So it's just something that it's, it's gonna have to be a wait and see game. But he's definitely gonna be able to get there. Now I have heard this. I have heard this. This is the one thing that I've heard about quarterback, and I do want to watch it because of this reason. Everybody says I'm a like Kirk Cousins by the end of it. You will. Everyone you says will. you're no, gonna no, 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 like no. Kirk Cousins by the end. And of I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell. And tell you're gonna you respect what. And but here's the thing I've always said: most of the league is Kirk. Dak is black Kirk. How long have I been saying that? Yeah, I mean, like, it, most it, it of the league is Kirk. This long, I've been saying that since I got here. They're the same. Most of the league is Kirk, bro. They just like Dak better. <laughs> yeah. I mean, That's I, a, it's, it's I, tough being a white quarterback you, you, in the NFL, you, you, apparently, bro. You will, you will like Kirk. You will like Kirk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At, the, at the end of it, you're going to like Kirk. Because Kirk is, I think what it is, is like, with, with, with them having an in-depth look, He's he's chill, like like he he's super chill. He don't he don't he don't care about it. But like, soon as Saturday Sunday roll around, like he know he got to get to work. Yeah. Bro, 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 don't even be caring about his fix. <laughs> well, I mean, so, I mean, it's I mean, like, it's like yeah, you you gonna like him about it. You gonna like him about the end. That's what everybody you're keeps telling me. They say you gonna like him by the end of the show. It. So I gotta watch it, man. I gotta watch it. Hey, man, we gonna keep you guys updated here uh, over on the Windy City Breeze from Training Camp. Make sure to stay tuned with us for all the content that we're gonna have coming. You guys way we'll have video drops coming your way. We're gonna have the live, of course, Monday through Friday. So stay tuned with us for that. Tell your friends that we're live Monday through Friday. Tell your mamas to tell your mamas. Tell your mamas to tell your mamas. We back, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, as hey. always, man, for Stefan Don and Mr. Two Letters AD. If you knew better, you do better. Say who better? Nobody, bro. I am Pat the Designer. Back at it again. Y'all stay safe out there, Chicago. Peace. Peace. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.